What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am your host, Heber Hammer, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-star, Hooch. hey Yo, yo, yo. Dude, I'm making these things, like, super quick at the beginning now. Yeah, see, that's what happens with practice. Yeah, so, well, I'm slow for the countdown, apparently, to start, okay. but then I fucking speed up immediately. <laughs> Yes, yes, you are slow for the countdown. Um, yeah, but we also have another guest here. He's one of our our patrons, and he decided to join us today. Uh, and that is Judas. What's up, my man? What's up? Finally, we we got you on the show. Dude, yeah, such energy. Yeah, hey man, it's six thirty a.m. I'm over. I, don't know I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> honestly, I mean, when I, at six thirty a.m. for me, I'm like, don't even fucking look at me. Like, I'm, I'm so in the like, I need to sleep, and I'm a terrible sleeper. But like, I'm so in the like, I need to sleep zone that like, if you interrupt me or talk to me at all, I will be fucking pissed off at you. Dude, so. By six thirty a.m. on the weekday, I've already been up an hour and a half. Oh almost. god, I oh, hate your man. life already, man. <laughs> like this morning, it was like nine o'clock at work, and I'm like, it was my first meeting of the day. And we're just sitting there talking. And I'm like, oh fuck, dude, I've been up four hours already. Ugh. Jesus, dude. Well, I mean, obviously you have it the worst, Judas. So are you? You're you're still awake somehow. This is somewhat normal, dude, right? Because you are like with us whenever we usually start the pod. Not always there at the end, but like, <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, a, that's amazing to me. Like, yeah. that's the fact that yeah. you're up at that time. Yeah, but I mean, I work night shift. So uh, usually the, uh, you American dudes, I usually can hang out with you for a while uh, because I get off midnight uh, here. So it's, well, now it's going on to uh, six hours uh, that I've been home. So. <laughs> Do you, yeah, because if you think about it, though, like it's no different than, you know, us getting off work and staying up for a little bit, right? It's just because people seem to think that the timing it's in the morning. Like, yeah, I got home at midnight. How often do you get home at you know six p.m. and stay up till maybe midnight? <laughs> yeah, it's True. not that uncommon, and especially on weekends. I mean, you get off work and get home around six, and maybe you go out, and then all of a sudden it's three a.m. and you need to get some fucking sleep. There you go. Well, just keep going. Just keep going. The I guess we should probably talk about some games, though. For, actually, no, wait. We shouldn't talk about games. Shameless yet. shilling. We, yeah, we have to do our shameless shilling. So wait, wait, Judas. Tell me if this is a if this is a good Sean Connery impression or not. Oh Lord, shameless shilling. No, it sounded like you swallowed your mic. It was really. It was, I'll do it I'm, again. All that shameless shilling. I mean, how, how did that sound? I know that it's uh, Sean Connery. Uh, that you're doing. That's all you. That's all you know. What you can stop enough. right there. <laughs> that's all that's close that's enough not like that <laughs> I can recognize who it is. That sounded like Cecil Pemberton swallowed his mic. See, uh, I mean, <laughs> Cecil Pemberton is a god amongst men. So, like, uh, I mean, <laughs> thank you, I guess. <laughs> but no, it's. I think that that is a fucking solid Sean Connery impression. If I heard you correctly, I think you said it was amazing as well. So oh, I think I'll just. Uh, I think I'll just take that. Um, what did you think about? You've heard um, Hooch's Australian accent impression, right? Yeah, yeah, I heard it, uh, and it's the same. I mean, it's a good accent. The same with your Sean Connery. I mean, you can hear what it is, <laughs> and, and that's that's anyway. all I need. I'm not really that picky about accents because 
Uh, I can't really do them, at least not in English, because then it's my Swedish accent in English that I'm trying to make into something else. So it's just layer on layer, and it gets <laughs> pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like. I mean, I I love the Swedish accent. Um, the I, I think like when I actually started to like really like it a lot was whenever that Netflix movie came out. Um, what is it called? Oh, um, Euro, uh, Euro uh, Eurovision. Vision. Yeah. Yes, dude. Like, I mean, granted, that's Icelandic, I guess, but um, you know, close enough. I guess they have a, no. a slightly. No. It's. I mean, it sounds very similar. <laughs> similar, right? Like, it, it's like a very rhythmic pattern that that they have the that's accent a- in. That's that's like saying like oh yeah you're from Texas you sound just like someone from Alabama like, no you don't <laughs> I mean you're gonna make me talk shit about the South right now <laughs> but I'm not gonna step in there but hey, they to sound me they all sound the same think. so I mean yeah no one needs to talk <laughs> there shit we go. about the South they am I wrong is there is there really big like difference between like Icelandic and and yeah. Swedish. Uh, in the language, yes, accent. Yeah, I know Not that. really that much between uh, Sweden, Norway, and Iceland. They're pretty yeah. much is the it, same so, so it's like a, with the accent, but the languages are right. completely different. Yeah, I do know well, the languages are different. What, so what, it's like it's it's like a skit. You get like this this the whole Scandinavian area kind of has a similar accent for yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah, it's just Finland who is uh, their own little. Happy place, I guess. <laughs> is, that, is, is that how they're viewed in, throughout the rest of the countries in the area? Their own little happy place? Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> is there some casual racism towards the Finnish people? Kind of like, uh, I guess, New, New Zealandites? No, Florida. From oh, yeah, uh, like Australia, Australia New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Kiwis. To, to, yeah, yeah. In Florida to everyone in the United States. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that is the equivalent. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess um, well, I'll go ahead and actually start the shameless shilling now. So um, in case uh, you guys have not heard this before, I'll go ahead and give you the whole spiel. Um, for all of our patrons out there, we thank you guys so much. It's really appreciated. Obviously, you know, we're looking for um, potentially a, a third castmate to join us. And so Judas has come here because we wanted to look at our, our patrons first and, and see if it interested them. And so he's here um, and trying that out with us today for the first time. Um, but for all of you other guys, thank you all so much. And once again, if you're interested, make sure to hit us up on the Discord, discord.me forward slash ANR, if you're interested in that. And um, But for the patrons, if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, or a patron rather, you can go to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod, where you can ch- check out all of our different, man, at tongue twisters today. Oh my God. Oh Lord. You can check out all of our different tiers with all the different perks that you get from signing up with us. If you have any questions, make sure to uh, just tag one of us on the discord. And um, the other thing that you can do, uh, if it costs no money, totally free, but it helps us out probably, you know, I guess second most, I, I guess would be find us on Apple podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It's amazing. Really helps out with visibility and everything like that. And that's the most important thing that we could get. So that is the whole spiel. I gave you the short version ish. So uh, yeah, let's get into some nerdy news and games now. It just took us 10 minutes to get to that spiel. Yeah, but I mean, like, to be fair, like 1% of that 10 minutes was the actual shameless shilling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, shoot, there was something I was going to... Oh, oh, this, this is the thing that I wanted to, to bring up we never actually talked about before. So, so far, when Pika took a break, I stepped in. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, now Chewbacca's taking a break, and and you know we've got you to sitting in with us, and and we're yep. gonna be exposed. Like I don't want anybody thinking that you know, hey, you pay to play. Like no, 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 that's not how this works. <laughs> Shit, dude, you're right. <laughs> totally not. <laughs> Who's coming for my spot next? <laughs> Am I next in line? <laughs> yeah, it yeah be. it's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy that was that when we first started talking about this i'm like oh shit i don't want anybody thinking that you just you have to spend money to get this is not a free-to-play this is not a we're not trying to monetize this but be like hey give us money you can come on the show <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our super ultra mega whale tier level you can <laughs> exactly. delete one of us off the podcast <laughs> Ooh, don't do that they might come for me <laughs> i think they might i'm so polarizing that i feel like they come for me before i feel like i would piss someone off enough to make them subscribe to that just so they could get rid of me real quick <laughs> i'm aware that i'm there for someone like for sure they, there you have it folks if you're willing to come in and you can do the shingler shilling better than hebrew hammer just sign up for it the can't no, it can't be based on that because i bet 50 other people are about to come that sounds just fucking like sean connery <laughs> He gets Sean Connery himself. Yeah, Sean Connery from the fucking I'm grave is going to come and kick I'm, me off this podcast, dude. I'm sick of you butchering my accent. Oh. <laughs> back, bitches. Oh, boy. That'll do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Let's, let's get into some general nerdy news. Look, we all know what the, the biggest, most important announcement of this past week was in the past few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know what? We're just going to jump right in. Uh Yes, everyone. Mad Max Furiosa was delayed to 2024. Can you freaking believe that? <laughs> I mean, let me say, like, I this to me is not the the news of the fucking week. <laughs> let me say that. No. <laughs> um, but I, I am I surprised by this? I guess 2024. Yes, that's because it's already been in production for a super long time, right? I don't know if it's been in for a super long time, but it's 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 obviously another victim of the pandemic. Oh yeah, I just like I've we haven't seen a pandemic quote unquote victim yet, uh, movie wise that has been delayed that far back. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it was. I mean, it was twenty twenty three to begin with, so it just got pushed back a year. Oh was, well, then I don't know what the fuck is taking them so long because it's been in production for years now. Yeah, and why yeah, did uh, they announce the delay right now when it's already like two years before? It- it's going to release from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's strange a, to me. I guess they realize it's that bad. Like, look, we, we're not <laughs> even going to get anywhere near this sucker. Well, Judas, were you? did you like the first one? Are you a Mad Max fan? Not a huge fan. I mean, I like the movie, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Watched it a few times, uh, but I'm not really a huge fan. So I was pretty much uh, unaware of the uh, Furiosa that that movie was being made so it being delayed to 2024 don't really care that mm-hmm. much but it feels like ages yeah right we we're talking about that earlier yeah like 2024 seems like it's so far away but it's two years three years, i mean looking years, into the yeah. future at all now three scares years. me period because i'm like fuck i mean 20 uh, you know 2019 i mean or i should say 2020 and 2021 so far have brought with it a lot of shit so, like, I, I just wonder what we have in store for us on 2023. So thinking about it too much <laughs> makes my stomach churn a bit. But Zombies. Uh, yeah. yeah. Zombies. You know, zombies. Literal zombies. Zombies is the one thing I feel like I can actually be prepared for. 
I think I've, we're all prepared for it. I've right? watched Double enough. Tap. I've. I mean, like the fucking show, uh, The Walking Dead, is basically a zombie at this point, and I've I've stuck with it this whole time. So if there's yeah. anyone that knows fucking zombies, I feel like it's me. Yeah, I know how to stuck survive. With that show? I know the warning signs. Uh, dude, unfortunately, I did. I dropped off at like season six or something. I was like, yeah, you're, you, I'm you're out. a better man than you're literally a better man than me. That was the that was the correct decision. I went down the wrong path. So what are they on like season ten or something like that? Um, I believe. Well, let me see. What's the next season coming up? Wait, I thought it was done. Nope, it's not done yet. Not yet. Nope. God. Oh lord. But I okay. believe but, that this. Yeah, season one. season eleven is is the next season. Yeah. So Andrew Lincoln left, though, right? Yeah. No yeah. Yeah, he left a okay. long time ago. I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to get into spoiler. too much spoilers for people. but no, don't spoil it. Don't spoil I mean, it. Just, but yeah, it's, well, no, that's what I'm saying. You just said he left the show, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. be careful with yeah, fucking but that, spoilers. Yeah, that, but that is years now, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling uh, yes, that much. Well, yeah, no, 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 I, on the show. <laughs> yes. How um, he left the show, that's totally, you know. You know, there, I suppose, you know, leaving the show, you can still be involved in the show even if you leave, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, so like, no one what, exactly knows what's what's happening with it. But was it was go, it Stephen Yuen? Is that his name? Yuen? The. Is that the Stephen Yuen? I can't remember the name of the guy. Oh, the Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. What about him? He left the show, too. I mean, let's not talk. Let's not talk about that. No, nope. like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, that's a sacred moment for people. Yeah, know. that still hurts. Actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that still fucking um, hurts. Yeah, it's a, it's a was, sore, was, sore spot. Yeah, um, he was kindly asked to leave. Well, so anyways, back on back on the track here. Like, if zombie apocalypse came, all I'm saying is I'm ready. I have a zombie team. Or, you know, like an end of the world team picked out. I'm sure you guys have done that before. You you look at all your friends and you judge them harshly. Like, who would I take on my team at the end of the world? I feel like everyone's done that. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Like, you're not a normal person if you haven't done that. Everyone has a particular set of skills. The question is, are they valuable when it counts? Yeah. And some yeah. you just I keep around for food. Anybody's team. Exactly. I, I mean... Yeah, I I also have a friend picked out that's that's rather large that I'm going to be making sure that he comes with me too in case of really really tough. <laughs> 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 I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Kind of. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> kind of. Oh my god. But <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we've established Mad Max Furiosa delayed to 2024. Yeah. And yes, I was joking. That was not the biggest news of this week. Uh. Uh. For. Uh, for nerdy stuff, because mm. we know we all know we'll talk later about what's what what also happened. But Matrix Resurrection trailer, guys, we finally got the first teaser. What are your thoughts? I mean, I just have to. I, I mean, I was so pumped for this because I've been I've been keeping up with the news. I was even actually in California whenever they were filming. Oh really? Um, yep, I was in California. Me this too. was in 2019, right before the pandemic. Um, I went there for uh, my dad and I went there for a Carter conference and um, we saw one of the areas where they were actually filming and it was super fucking cool. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So I, I've been watching this like hardcore. I've been keeping up with it. I, I was one of those people that was always like checking in every year or two to be like, you know, what's happening with Matrix? Is anything going on? And so I was there like basically the day whenever like the news broke um, that uh uh, that the Wachowski sister ended up writing the script 
and picking it up and and uh, yeah, I think it was just Keanu Lana. Reeves spearheaded it. Lana, yeah, that, that's what you said. Lana, yeah, Lana, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, super excited about this. It looked fucking amazing. There's still some things that I'm like questioning as far as like why is this here and i don't want to be like too well i guess i can there's no no spoilers going on or anything but i guess one thing that i'm curious about is the whole morpheus situation right which it sounds like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i guess we'll go into it for a second i'll let let you talk about that because i ended up finding out the same thing as you whenever i started looking further into it and um then i started wondering a little bit more about um why trinity was there was my other big question so yeah those questions are still there i kind of have answers to them now but yeah judas what do you think um i think it's great actually that they're making another one because mm-hmm. it's been a while uh since we had a matrix mm-hmm. and i mean keanu reeves is keanu reeves you don't really need to say anything else about that one exactly <laughs> so but i'm I've never really been a huge Matrix fan. I like the movies, uh, of course, mm-hmm. along with 80% of the population. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they like the first movie. Yeah, the first like, Everybody movie. loved the first yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second and third one are still up for debate as to whether or not you like them. Yeah, yeah, second yeah. second one yeah. I actually liked quite a bit. Third one, that one was a bit rough for me. Um, yeah. The but, third, I think the third one is universally disliked. <laughs> I think I think so. The second one is like I feel like uh, definitely a, a, the majority of people I feel like don't like it, but I feel like once you rewatch it a couple of times, you start to be more okay with it. Um, especially after really listening to the architect talk and or being old enough to understand what's happening with the architect whenever he talks. Because the first time I saw it, I was like, fucking what? <laughs> what, 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 what? What were your thoughts first seeing it, Judas? Like, like, like when you were like, you, just, you saw the theaters, I assume, right? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'll watch all okay. of those later on because, you know, I'm a, I'm a small kid. Well, I was when the movies were released, so... Um, right. I watched all of them afterwards, and the third one, it grows on you. I can say that much, but mm-hmm. I didn't love it the first time. Uh, mm-hmm. But I watched the the trilogy uh, a few times after that, just because after you watch the first one, you kind of want to keep watching, even though the movies aren't great. Mm-hmm. Lucky you that you had that opportunity to just go bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Some of us bastards True. had to wait. Yeah. <laughs> one I mean, of the perks of being young yeah, yeah. being too young I, but here's the here's the flip side though right did you because it had been so heavily parodied and everybody knew what was going on did you kind of have that spoiled for you before you got a chance to actually see it like you knew what the story was about no i had no idea actually uh, that's good yeah but i spent like the first 15 years uh, living way out in the woods with crappy internet connection so I wasn't really out uh, on uh, uh, looking for spoilers or well not looking but I that wasn't high on your priority no, yeah. no it wasn't yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> there you have it, folks. You want to protect your kids from the spoilers, drag them out into the middle of the woods and keep them there for 15 years. There you go. Yeah. That's the secret. <laughs> um, I mean, for me, like, I will say, like, you know, I, I think I was, I mean, I was still young whenever this one came out. I think I was, like, fucking eight or some shit. It was 1999. Whenever this one came out? No, the first the first one. one. Yeah, the first one was nineteen. Oh yeah, the first one. I, I actually I think I saw it in theaters. Like my dad took me to it, even though I was very young. But oh, I didn't. Terrible I don't think, parenting. I but I, I, I don't think that I like really understood it until like probably like a year or two later. Which mm-hmm. then I think this one came out like still a few years after the, the second one came out. A few years after that, so I think at that point I was a little bit older. Um, like enough to understand it, most of what was going on. Because I do remember by the third one, I definitely knew what was going on. So yeah, yeah. but either way, um, you know what? What were your like? What were your takeaways on on this one after watching it, Hooch? So like to, to just kind of give a little backstory for me. Like I remember when the first trailer for The Matrix dropped in 1999. We lost our shit because we had no clue what it was. But we were all intrigued. We were all amazed by it. And walking out of that movie the first movie was just our minds had been blown right mm-hmm. so it's just not only the stuff that it's you know for you know cinematics and action just the whole premise the idea the fact that oh shit are we living in a simulation what right. you know that whole kind of thing just just blew our and then it's like they had so much promise and potential to set it up and it felt like it kind of got the the foundations undercut in the second and third movies, right? Because like the whole thing was this idea. It's, of, it became expanded, to to expanded not not ex, not expanded, people. but it it didn't it, it didn't like deliver on some of the elements. Like you have this whole thing where they're like, oh, you know, the machines have you know enslaved us, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're going to be set free. But now you go to this whole thing. It's like, no, it's not exactly what you think it is. It's all a whole, you know, like the the the, the cover gets pulled back or whatever, and you it's revealed to be something totally different. You're like, oh, and it's not quite a boner joke, but it was kind of like, ah, oh, man, there could have been so, so so some really cool stuff in there. We did get some cool action, right? But then also, I remember being in the theater when you get to the scene with the architect, and it's just dead silence for most of it. It's yeah. just, just talk. And you're right. After a few viewings, it was like, oh, okay, now I really understand what was going on. When mm-hmm. you're in the middle of a movie theater, this is happening as all this action is unfolding, and you're like, it's you're like, uh, what is going on here? Oh, and what he's explaining is so important, and yeah, yeah. he's going so fast, and honestly, like he's using, I mean, his his vocabulary is incredibly sophisticated, right? And so, yeah, yeah. you know, going through that, especially whenever you're younger or you're just like listening to it the first time, and and you're right, you were in such action mode, and all of a sudden you have to switch gears to, holy shit, pay attention to every single millisecond of this because you can't rewind it. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it is, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. So now moving on to the 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 trailer for resurrections yes we all have the same questions where's morpheus why is neo back in the matrix what the hell is trinity doing here um i we had a discussion on on the discord about that and like one of the things that i brought up was like okay well at the end of the third movie we know they rebuilt the matrix Right. You see it. You see the architect talking to the oracle in the matrix. Yeah. You see that um you know the little girl comes back. So like all of these things like they've they've and they're talking about like a piece. How long is the piece going to last? This and that. So what we don't see though, right? We know that 
um, you know, Neo had to reinsert himself into the Matrix to fight Agent Smith. Right. Right. We know that. So, but what we don't know is what did the machines do with his code? Right. And to go back to the point that you had made, like, why is there no Morpheus? So apparently in the, uh, the game, the uh, online the 2005's Matrix, Matrix, yeah, the Matrix Online game, mm-hmm. you play as a character who's trying to get Neo's body back. And at one point, Morpheus is fed up and leads the charge to try and retrieve it and gets killed. Yeah, so delete, deletes him, like, specifically. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so Morpheus is no longer uh, in the universe kind of thing. So it's like, I don't know if they're continuing that or they're keeping that as canon. Um, the Wachowskis have gone on record saying that you know they wanted to. That is canon. Re- they did confirm that. Is that's 100% it. They, they, they wanted to release. They wanted to release the movies and let it go, mm-hmm. and and that's what happened. So they did. Yeah. So they are they are using that as canon. So that's why are we seeing a reincarnation of Morpheus? And if that's the case, why not use Lawrence Fishburne? I don't think he's doing anything. <laughs> Maybe he couldn't get back into shape for the role because we did get thick. Thickness <laughs> um, for the second and third movies, but still, like thickness. Ke- um, Keanu, Keanu it, can. I think it was a it was definitely a purposeful choice because like yeah. Keanu and him are on very good terms. Obviously, he was in um, what you call it uh, his other series, Keanu's other big series, John Wick. John Wick, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, like, they're on good terms, obviously. <laughs> like, I'm sure he would have had him in it if he could, but there was not really a super reasonable way for them to do it, I think, without having it be like a, everyone's back, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, just so feeling more like a reunion than anything else. So, my whole thinking behind this is, you know, we knew what mm-hmm. happened with the, or sorry, what we saw were the events that unfolded in the sixth version of The Matrix. We don't know what happened in one through five. We mm-hmm. also do not know what happened in the seventh. So, you know, maybe this is the seventh version of the Matrix where the machines think they could have more control by actually predicting and, and creating that anomaly. Because remember, that's what that's what Neo was. He was the result of an equation that the machines could not necessarily figure out and squash. So he eventually would be created and they knew exactly what to do or they felt they knew exactly what to do and that every iteration of that happening they gave him the choice save yourself right or save humanity and he chose to save no humanity. that wasn't that wasn't right it was to save trinity or no, save no, 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 no. humanity they gave mo- no they gave neo that yeah. choice oh sorry I, all I, of the previous the six previous or fifth five previous to him were you know go in go back this way you can continue this fight or go right here. right Yes, you're and right. you'll because re- we'll kill it. We'll kill you all, or yeah. you can restart. Pick the you know the new <laughs> st- settlers of Zion and start the whole process over. Right, and they had, and they had all done that because predictably they had all felt that that the one's emotional connection was to the entirety of humanity. What right. they didn't realize is that manifested in Neo as his connection with Trinity. So right, his correct. One, yeah. yeah so him focusing solely on trinity and saving her was like fuck the rest of the world <laughs> exactly save her and i'm going to come back and keep the shit out of all of you <laughs> yeah so. and i i do think that like my you know tinfoil hat theory here is just that they are trying to be able to control yep 
Neo to a point and they're trying different things. And I think that they've realized that Trinity is now like something that has to happen because they did go back and get Trinity's body. The machines apparently went back and got Trinity's body um, from Matrix Online. Apparently that's canon. So they went and got her body. So I think that they're trying to use her to see if they're able to more easily control Neo. Okay. And I think that they also are trying to, I don't want to say recreate the circumstances, but find, I guess, the catalysts of his creation from last time, which is Morpheus. So I think that this is a is basically an NPC version of Morpheus that we're seeing, controlled mm. by the... Um, by, the by the machines in order to see if they can more easily control Neo. That's my that's my guess at it. I have no idea if that's actually what's going on or not. But in a way, know, in a, that's my theory. But in a way, though, wouldn't you argue that the original Morpheus was controlled by the machines because he was taking orders from the Oracle, or not orders, but mm. taking guidance from the Oracle? But he was still under the control of Zion. Like I mean, he was. You're no, right. No, no, like no, he no. was influenced he, by or, he was influenced by the Oracle. Uh-huh, like that was uh-huh. his guiding philosophy, but. Uh-huh. At the same time, like he still had Zion. This is, I think, a totally machine covered person, uh, you know, like or I'm sorry, mach- machine controlled person rather. So, I yeah. that that's what I, I think that they're doing. That Jackie in our discussion is saying we should have a. I know we, a should, spe- we should just dig deep into it. He's he's not wrong. Yeah, but I think we we'll, should. What what he's what he's subtly saying is we need to move on. Move the fuck on, right? <laughs> Judas, I'm sure you're like, man, fuck the Matrix at this point. <laughs> it got a little too deep and complicated for me to hang on at this time. <laughs> that's that's my fault. Because right. I start talking about this Matrix shit. Yeah, I'm not going. that invested in the movie, so I know <laughs> when you started going into this shit, I was like, oh hell, there's a lot of stuff I don't know about the Matrix. <laughs> All right. So, okay, this You're the person that's like correct whenever you watch a movie and you're like this is a movie. Like this is entertaining or this is not entertaining. Yeah. I feel like much. we're the idiots that go into a movie like I have to fucking analyze every single <laughs> second of this yes, goddamn absolutely. movie. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Oh, so, uh speak, speaking of analysis and uh I, you know what? Fucking I'm not even going to try to tie this in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we this week the uh, judge finally ruled that uh, Apple has to allow developers an alternative method of payments that doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily follow and use the the iOS uh, payment flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a slam dunk win for Epic because there were, I guess, ten counts of. Uh, monopolizing, you know, uh, monopoly and antitrust, antitrust all sorts of yeah. other crap. Yeah, that that um, Epic was suing Apple over, and the judge only agreed on one of them, and that's the right. one being that Apple was uh, not being very competitive. <laughs> they were not allowing for competition, and they needed to stop that. Uh, Epic has fired back by saying, "Yeah, we're still not going to release on iOS." <laughs> so it's kind of like you whiny bitches. <laughs> They're gonna cave sooner you, you or later. Won. One of them, yeah, exactly. I mean, so that that's that's leading it. Like, what what are your guys' thoughts on how this is rolling out? Well, Judith, I'll, I'll let you take the the first hit on this one um, and see where you're at. So, what what's your thoughts on it? I mean, they're both. Uh, I mean, one is a huge company, one is a really big one with Epic. Um, mm-hmm. But I think either side is gonna give. Uh, sooner rather than later because both of them are losing money at this point so 
mm-hmm. I don't know which side it's going to give, uh, really, but one of them is going to do it, and I think it's going to be pretty soon because uh, money talks. Do you have a little bit of a guess like as to which one do you think it would be? I would guess that uh, Apple is going to cave first. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Can Apple I- kind of has to allow for Epic to do what they were doing. That's that's part of what the core. I mean, they're both going to appeal. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, already. yeah, we do know that for sure. Yeah, that's the funny. Like, whenever you're dealing with fucking billion dollar companies that are just dick measuring each other, like <laughs> they're just going to be living out in courts forever, appealing each other. Like, whenever yeah. they lose, it's it's only a temporary loss for them. But yeah, guaranteed job security for their legal team. It, you're right. You know what? Like giving jobs to America in the worst fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I do think like. So I'm, I'm of the same mind. Ultimately, I do think that one's going to fold. I do think that it will be Epic before it'll be Apple because Apple um, has the least to lose on it. And they have the most or how should I say they have the least to lose from not letting Fortnite into their store or Epic, you know, into their store. And they have the most to lose to caving on it. Because that sets a precedent for, precedent for other companies. So I don't think it's going to be Apple. I think Epic will will bail first and they'll just be like, whatever, we got our win. Try to wave their flag from their one win. Um, but either way, it's interesting. And I don't even know if I really agree with what actually happened for the for the one you know case where they actually did win. And this is why. I'll show my work on it. So basically what they decided is that um, you know how it, how it traditionally works is that Apple takes a fairly substantial fee of thirty percent, right, um, from the company, uh, and whenever they do microtransactions, because it runs through their store, their security, blah blah blah, um, yeah. and you know that's just how it works. And the whole point of this uh, lawsuit was basically they didn't want to give up that thirty percent because they think it's bullshit, and um, they want people to have the option of <clears throat> buying through them instead of the Apple Store. Um, I, I don't necessarily disagree with the idea of them being able to use a different method of, of payment or, you know, not go through Apple exactly. But here's the issue is that if you open up that door, which they just kind of did, where now you have to give these companies, um, a way to basically backlink to their own sites to then purchase from. There are so many sketchy apps that can do this and infect your software with, you know, malware. If you backlink to their site because you want to pay through them instead of Apple. Apple's trying. I mean, it's like there is some truth in the fact where Apple said there is security reasons for what they're doing. Now, this is keep in mind also, this is me coming from a very amateur point of like, you know, knowing the inner workings of the app store payment method. But from what this case says, you can now like literally it's a link that you follow and click and then purchase through that link. That is so bad because even though the app store, like the Apple app store specifically is the safest of app stores, like Google play, like they're trying to do the same thing with a Google store. Fuck me, dude. That's a, danger pit right there because they don't check out their apps like they do in in um, apple 
um, in order to be certified to, to play there. That's why there's so many more apps in the Google Play Store than in Apple because it's much harder to be approved. But yeah, I mean, doesn't that just sound like a recipe for disaster in some cases? Like you have to be really aware and conscious about web security if you're going to be doing stuff like that and choosing to pay through a different way. And if apps can be very, if they can very prominently put their link in their address and then link them out of the app, that's fucking, it's super sketch, dude. Like I'm really genuinely worried about that. It, it opens up an opportunity for other companies to create a payment system. Mm-hmm. Um, like third-party companies to create a payment system and then offer more competitive mm-hmm. um, you know, rates than Apple. But like you give Apple 30, that's the we'll good take side 20. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's that potentially. That's the good side of it. Right. Because, and, and it's a necessity because there are a lot of smaller developers that just they don't have the resources to create to those give systems. Up. Yeah, You're right, right, right. And so they they may just turn around and go, look, we'll just give the thirty percent to Apple. It, it's it's like you know, it's secure, you know, fraudulent transactions like that. Apple will go after them, mm-hmm. right? We don't have to worry about it so exactly. much. I believe yeah. that's how. It, so a lot of that headache and overhead that you do not have to deal with. That's why Apple charges the thirty percent exactly, because yeah. it's like you're using our shit and we're and covering for profit, all this crap. But also and totally things. yeah. Right, but, right. but I I mean I don't know how much of it is profit, but I'd say a significant amount of it is profit. Oh, I'm one hundred percent with you. With you. <laughs> um, so, but there I mean there is still a, a cost overhead because you do have to have you know staff on yeah. Hand just and, no secret that Apple likes resources. Money too. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say it's one of those things where it's like, we're charging you 30%. We could probably get away with 15 to 20 and still make out with a little bit, but we're charging you 30. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? um, like, so I, I, I can see pitfalls on both sides, mm-hmm. not necessarily just the consumers, but also for developers as well. Yeah. Um, because they just, the smaller ones won't have the ability to create um, those uh, payment systems and they'll either have to go third party which could expose them to a bunch of other stuff or you know they'll just have to bite the bullet and deal with with apple yeah i mean what's like do you think that the do you think that it it's worth it for the on the consumer end because it seems like honestly the consumer is going to get like a, a negligible change honestly like i don't think the consumer end will really get much to out of this the um the developer end certainly will they'll get more mm-hmm. um they're the ones that really benefit off of this but i mean do you think that it's it's worth it on the consumer side for this because to me it it seems like now there's just a lot of people that are going to be fucked um because they don't know what they're doing uh and really there's not going to be any positive or much positive to it I don't I mean I I don't know personally myself enough to like dig into that. Um uh you know, actually Jakey has a very good point. PayPal might be the ones to swoop in. Honestly, and- if I mean PayPal has outrageous fees also, not gonna lie, but I suppose if they work out a really good deal with companies, like yeah. I, I could totally see a standardized payment but still like the problem is it doesn't fix the issue of the problem is is that they have to as per the contract of, of, or I mean the the new lettering of this agreement that they put up from this case, they have you have to link out. That's the problem, is yeah. that you're linking out to fucking what? 
is the issue. Yeah. So, um, because it, it's not even just payment; it's malware that I'm talking about. It's not like they yeah, can I definitely know. scam your payment, but malware is is a big thing that I'm worried about. So yeah, it's I, I don't I don't know what the right answer is. I, I definitely think like you know as far as payment is concerned, yeah, like a a a third party company, um, like PayPal, you know, or or whatever the fuck Venmo or whoever. Um, could definitely get a good bit of business off of this, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I just don't see it working out too well for the consumer over it, but we'll have to keep up to see what happens because it is interesting stuff and it's been happening for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, more interesting stuff, like not necessarily from in the gaming realm is, uh, GameStop is saying officially that they are moving away from being like strictly about games. They're trying to become a technology company. If anybody's mm-hmm. been to GameStop recently, you'll notice that they're they're slowly getting less and less uh, fewer games <laughs> and fewer shelves. Like pop, you know, was it the the Funko Pops are in there? You got all sorts mm-hmm. of clothes and articles or uh, 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 tech stuff. Like like I think you can buy mobile devices in there now. It's yeah, it's getting pretty insane. Yeah, you should. I haven't be- been there in years. No, me neither. And they should really rename it now. It can't be GameStop. It should be NerdStop. No. NerdStop. <laughs> Ooh, dude, NerdStop. I like that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> NerdStop. Nerd uh, dude, I honestly, like, you should fucking call them up on the phone and be like, bro. I, I mean, granted, I suppose that's probably a name that's already been tossed around. Yeah, but probably. Like, that's, I guess it already exists somewhere. It should be. Otherwise, someone is going to have an opportunity. If not, go fucking trademark that shit immediately, dude. <laughs> so you've got, you've got the Geek Squad, Geek Stop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, there's something more about... I feel like nerd is so much better than geek. Geek still has quite a negative connotation to it. Nerd has now become more of a positive connotation. So, I, I don't know. I like Nerd Stop a lot more. Geek Stop makes it sound like, you know, like... Somebody uh, comes in and bites the head off your chicken? Yeah, like, you know, you're coming in with glasses going, eh, excuse me. Like, that's what I think of in, when if I think of geek. But, um, yeah, like, nerd, their stop is fucking sick. I, I would go to a place like that. But Best Buy would disagree with you because like, they're geek squad. <laughs> I mean, they, they dude, disagree. I, I worked they at Best board. Buy for a while. I, I could say for Best Buy is Best Buy can suck my dick, dude. Best Buy is Damn. the worst. Um, maybe maybe that's why you just, you just it, it's triggering you. You don't like the word geek because, like, uh, Bring back that Honestly, actually, the Geek Squad was cool as fuck at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they, I worked in yeah. the phones department for a while um, doing mobile, and it, like mobile was kind of like its own division. Um, mm-hmm. so it still is, I think, um, that just operates within Best Buy. But man, I gotta tell you, dude, Best Buy is such a mm, a shit place. And anyone that's listening right now that works for Best Buy, I can almost guarantee that they're like, yeah, bro, I fucking hear you. Think of it again. But anyway, sorry, we uh, can continue on about actual gaming stuff now. About things we should speak of. Yes, Some, exactly. You know what? I'm gonna give you the chance to speak on something. Okay. Uh, CD Projekt's Kickstarter for The Witcher Ronin. What you got on yeah. that? All right, so The Witcher Ronin, um, basically, I, I mean, we even just talked about this a little bit before. CD Projekt has, uh, like, they've left a horrible taste in my mouth um, from the whole cyberpunk debacle. So <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of them right now, but I am a fan of The Witcher, period. So they live inside of a bubble. Um, for me, and in my head, I disassociate them from CD Projekt. So uh, just imagine <laughs> that in your head whenever I talk about them. I'm not praising CD Projekt Red. I'm, I'm praising the Witcher crew. Uh, so okay. 
Um, basically, they have a, a manga that's that's out or that's coming out um, that's based on The Witcher. It's called The Witcher Ronin, and it is just an amazingly like beautiful, beautifully illustrated and colored uh, hardback manga that is going to be coming out. They have a Kickstarter for it. It had a goal of like ninety three thousand or something like that, or maybe just over a hundred, but right around a hundred thousand. And mm-hmm. um, I, it was like within two hours they had it annihilated and wow. uh so right now they're up at like 500 ish thousand or something like that actually let me check it right now because i'm, I'm still on the page because i'm i'm going to be donating uh to it or backing it because i, I want it <laughs> really badly so 559,000 <laughs> right now 11,382 backers what so, was their what was their initial goal uh their initial was 106,000 and now they're at over 500 mm-hmm Nice. Yeah. Still doesn't hold a candle to fucking um, Critical Role. No. Judas, you, you watch Critical Role, so you know what's up. I You watched this whenever it went down, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got got into Critical Role kind of late, but just at the mm-hmm. tail end of the Kickstarter. Uh, so oh. I'm fully aware of the uh, freaking crazy goal. I, th- I think that that is still the highest... Kickstarter of all time, or, or top two or three for highest Kickstarters of all time. It's not that the, thing was insane. It's not the highest of all time. Uh, it is the highest uh, movie or series project. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think it's like yeah, second or third of all time in Kickstarter. Wow. Yeah, something incredibly impressive. Yeah, right. It was over ten yeah. million, so, I believe. Yeah, it got Jesus. an insane amount of funding. Especially gonna... for what was requested of it, which was like fucking nothing by comparison. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty k. Yeah, to make and they got over to ten million. Over 10 million. They got over ten fucking million, dude. Wow. I have. I'm gonna do my. Your my Owen. My. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna do my Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. Um, I'm glad we've all seen that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, I've never seen like. Oh, you gotta suck the dick of your followers after something like that. Let me just say, <laughs> yeah, for sure, there is. Yeah, I've never seen such a loyal fucking fan base in my life. You take those people to war with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. No, you go to war for those people. You don't take them with you. Both. You're the how about shield. that? Both. How about that? Um, but yeah, I, it's for this one though. Like, obviously, it already did an incredibly good job so far. It's way past its rate. Definitely go check it out if you're interested in The Witcher at all. This thing is honestly gorgeous. And um, it has the uh, creator of it. He's talking about, you know, his reasons for why he created it and, um, you know, why it lends itself very well to a, a classic manga. And he's he's right. Um, it really does a, a really good job. Like all of the, the story aspects um, that you would expect uh, in, a, in a classic manga line up with this perfectly. Um but the big question is why is CD Project Red needing a Kickstarter for this? Like that's, that that yeah. seems very fucking strange, right? Too many too many refunds for Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're, you're right, dude. That's actually no, I've, that's I've, the I've, best I've, joke actually. That, that was actually, actually my first like, thought when I saw the um, uh, the link and the article. I was like Really? Didn't they really lose that much money on <laughs> Cyberpunk that they need to kickstart a well, manga? I, I think I wonder if, like, if because like this kind of project, it's not something that you're really going to get 
generate a lot of buzz for like from the numbers very niche you mean like yeah so it's like is so you go like okay look if you want to make this thing you need to figure out what the customer like what consumer uh demand is for this and what better way yeah the general interest gauge the interest yeah yeah hey guys throw us some money because and it may even be like the the opposite like somebody was like look we're never gonna give you the money for this like you're gonna have to come up with it on your own or whatever and they're like fine we'll just do a kickstarter if everybody wants it we'll make it that's i mean that's true honestly like if it's one of those things where it's like no we're we're you know we're not gonna fund it but we'll let you use the IP if you can come up with the money for it, then yeah, I mean, yeah. I would do a Kickstarter too. Yeah. So, uh, and obviously that fucking guy was right because <laughs> he made way past <laughs> the amount needed. So five times yeah. more actually. So, um, yeah. I'd pocket four times that and be like, look, here's the money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, come, I came out with just enough. There we go. Yeah. Woo, uh, just barely. <laughs> if I need any more, it's going to be tight. Yeah. But I could probably do it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so definitely check that out if you guys are uh, at all interested. Uh, do I, either of you guys read manga at all or no? Uh, no, I don't. And I still haven't finished the Witcher game or the show. Um, okay. I've written you off basically in life now. <laughs> Judas, please give me some good news here. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of manga, but I love the Witcher series. Uh, all the games and okay, the TV show good, and everything. That's good enough. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Then at least you have like a good bit of respect for good things. You know yeah, what I mean? and I'm interested in this one. Um, I'm not going to back good. it. I'm not that interested. But if <laughs> I ever come over it, I'm gonna I'm gonna devour it for sure. Right, right, right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I lo- I love that take. Like I'm interested. Not that interested. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm interested. Not enough to really give a shit, but I'm, I'm interested, kind of. I'll read it, but I ain't going to give you any money. I love it. I love it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyways, check it out if you guys are all, all interested. Um, it's just on Kickstarter. You know, go to Kickstarter, just type in Witcher Ronin or, or Google it and it'll come up. So, yeah. So, speaking in the vein of weird uh, niche things, the Midnight Suns. I think mm-hmm. we've all seen the trailer and the conversation recently about it um, and comments from uh, one Hebrew hammer about how the graphics mm-hmm. are mediocre and aren't aren't Im- impressive at all. Uh, right, I changed. Right, I, right. I altered that. I altered that. All right. Good. Good. Uh, but however, I guess one common thread or take Point. from it was. People not being too keen on the card combat and the system that they're using. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Judas? I actually think it's a uh, interesting take on a sort of XCOM-ish type of game. Uh, and if I remember correctly from the article, you can actually combine cards to make um, like special moves and stuff. And that part is really interesting. So... I don't really see why people are so upset about it, really. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Hebrew? <laughs> so first of all, I just want to go ahead and say, from the very first show that we had, the non-gameplay trailer, or like you had like little tiny tidbits of gameplay or something like that. Yeah. Um, the the graphics did look aggressively mediocre. Um, the animations <laughs> I said looked decent to maybe a little bit better than decent. Yeah. After watching the full gameplay release, which was before last week's uh, show, which, by the way, on the last on last week's show, I said I changed that and that I changed my mind on it and that I think it does actually <laughs> have good graphics now. Mm-hmm. I think that it does have, um, I would say, 
I, I don't think it has amazing graphics, first of all. Let me just say that. I think it has decent graphics, acceptable, I guess, for, for PS5 um, or, you know, next-gen territory. I think that it's acceptable for that. De- could definitely be better. Um, animations are good, though. Um, but the card thing, I have I said both times, um, I feel like it's just really out of place, and it's really cheesy. Uh, I feel like a lot of companies are trying to get into, like, the card space, for some reason, like utilize cards. And yes, this is an XCOMI style game. And I know that some people want to change it up a little bit, but I feel like this was just not the way to do it. Uh, like in Gears Tactics, um, I feel like that was kind of a, a better route uh, to kind of go about things. And here, it's kind of like that's the one flaw that like whenever I see this game now, I, I look at that and I'm like, oh, this just doesn't look good. For some <laughs> reason, the aesthetics of it just don't mesh. And the cards just genuinely it feels like it, it it kind of takes you out of the game a bit in my opinion i agree with you that the that there is um a lot of interesting aspects around like combining cards to create you know new you know moves and specials and stuff like that there is something there but then again i don't think that you need a card to do it i think that there's actually a lot better ways to have that same kind of um, interaction and ability inside of the game that doesn't require using a card base to do it. So mm-hmm. for me, it just takes me out of this, like, I want to be these characters, not like control these characters through a fucking card. That feels silly to me. Um, mm, okay. So it's kind of like I'm one more step removed from what's actually going on, which I just don't appreciate because I do think that it's, it. I do think that the game is, is cool in general. And tactic games, I feel like you want to be as involved as possible not have like a weird weird card system so yeah that's my take on it and um apparently there's a lot of people that agree with that sentiment because whenever they did the devs did a um a stream with it a gameplay stream um tons of people brought up that same exact point they said that the card system looks absolutely terrible and that they want the card system to go and um so i think that they're from the reaction apparently to it um, from the devs I think that they might actually be looking at trying to potentially change that so we'll have to see what happens with it but um, it was enough for him to actually like talk a little bit about it on stream as far as like well we were trying to do this but you know like you know, I, I could see why you guys are upset about this but this was what we were going for so if there's enough noise about that I think that they might be rethinking it which hopefully in my opinion they do so I don't know what your guys take on it is um, I, I mean, I don't mind the card system, mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm I'm interested in trying a different approach to things as long as it feels mm-hmm. like I have some sort of agency over the outcome of the battle. Right. Um, and I'm not just mashing cards together with the hopes of something happens or, or that I can stop an, a, 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 an, like an assault or something or defend whatever. I just I don't I want it to feel like a card game, not like a card game, but. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe, but I, I just want to feel like like my using the cards has an impact on the combat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's pretty much about it. Yeah. Um, speaking of cards and card games and card game mechanics, uh, Harry Potter Magic Awakened had a pre-register in China, and uh, excuse me, they had fifteen million. I'm sneezing in the middle of this. They had 15 million downloads or 15 million pre-register. Um, so I showed you the link and you saw the link of like a little bit of a 
clips. Did you actually see that? You saw the gameplay, the little bit of gameplay they had in there, right? Yes, yeah. I did. There wasn't a whole bunch of gameplay in there, but yeah, I saw it. Judas, I, you, you did too? Yeah, yeah, I watched a bit, not the entire uh, uh, clips of it. But, but enough I, to judge it. Yeah, enough to judge it and from the photos from the article and everything. Yeah. So the, the two biggest points, first of all, the art. What did you guys think of the art? I mean, I, I, I like it. It's uh, pretty different, for sure. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested. It's kind of like some other games that I've played before, so I'm not uh, that new to the type of graphics that they're using. So mm-hmm. I actually don't see anything wrong about it. Uh, did you get a Telltale vibe from that? Yeah, a Telltale and uh, yeah. what is it called? Witchet. Kind of... Wh- Witchet? Witchet. Uh, kind of unknown mm. hide-and-seek game. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, okay. interesting. Okay. Um, for me, I, I, this was like... I mean, like, I've seen, uh, like, you're right, the Telltale games, like, I've... I think that is, like, right up that alley. Um, I really enjoyed the aesthetic of it. Like, I thought that it... At first, whenever I saw it, I, it is. it seemed a little... It was a little jarring. Um, not because it was bad, but just because it was not what I was expecting. You know, it, it's a deliberate uh, departure from like what we, you know, come to expect with you know modern games. I feel like which is just like put in as best of graphics as you can get to get the fidelity as high as possible. This was obviously a, an artistic choice to go this route, and mm-hmm. um, I dig it. Like uh, the more I watched, the more I liked it because it didn't look cheesy or lazy whenever you saw it actually play out like even in like the menus um that you saw or like the the story explaining which i assume is is taken from the game directly um like the animation that they used for that art style this just looks very very cool there's something almost like um almost like kind of uh what's the What's the movie that I'm thinking of? Nightmare Before Christmas. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just oh, kind of like Tim Burtony. Yeah, yeah, Tim Burtony. There we go. Uh, it's almost kind of like that. I don't know. There's it's, it's really cool vibe and like it just it just fits with this kind of wizarding world, like kind of like you know dark take. I I just it's really cool. And then the gameplay that I saw, it is card based. I don't have you know even, despite what I said about <laughs> Midnight Suns, I don't dislike card games. I just feel like there is a time and a place for it and used properly as mechanic that being said i think it's really common to have card games now or like games that use card mechanics and more often than not they're terrible and yeah. um so i'm a little but when they're done properly they're very good right um, yeah. but i've just seen so many games lean on them because they've been trendy recently yeah and um so it really comes down to how it's implemented in this game. I only saw bits of gameplay. Once again, the aesthetic really shined for me there. So that really helped it out. <clears throat> the style that it looked like it was being played out in was very reminiscent of a few other games that I've tried with um, this, you know, very similar kind of card-like mechanic. Um, but there was a few differences that I did notice. So I don't think it's the same exact way um, that it's played out. But either way, it definitely looks like even though it has that aesthetic, which someone might take to look like a little, how should I say, like it's not as high of quality, it actually looks even higher quality because it's in that styling and animated so well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's I feel like that's weird to describe and people might not understand what I'm saying, but 
Uh, I know what I mean at the end of the day. But uh, yeah, I think that um, either way, it's really interesting. And I, I want people to go check it out because the more I watched, the more I was like, fuck, I need to play this game. So yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, this is warning. This is the first of two humble brags. <laughs> yeah, I know that humble brag. <laughs> Actually, I know the next one. I yeah, know the next I've, one too. So yeah, I've I've uh, I've already played it, mm-hmm. and I am uh, I shared a lot of the same sentiments you did. You mm-hmm. guys do. I like the the visuals. I really like their art style. Um, I kind of like how the game plays out a little bit. Uh, I can't. I'm trying to like. I know what I can say, or I know what I've seen, but I don't know know exactly what I can't say. I'm like, can I say this? Nope. Can I say that? Nope. Um, I am all. I'm going to end it with this. I'm going. I'm curious to see exactly how you guys feel about how the card mechanic works and how the the gameplay itself works. Get me into I, the beta and I'll fucking tell you, dude. <laughs> 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 I don't hear uh, any don't, complaints from me. Yeah, I don't know if there's a beta going on. Besides, like, even if you try to get it in China, it's all in Chinese, so you wouldn't be able to read it. Um, um, I'll, I'll stumble my way through it. Stump, yeah, like well, that. you need a, I think you actually need a Chinese NetEase account in order to do it. Oh, shit, well, I don't got that. Yeah, VPN isn't going I'd, to be enough I'd be fucking time. scared to get that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are you are you under eighteen? Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can only play. You can only play one hour a night on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, might as well um, not even fucking play at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So as I said, the gameplay itself that's that's the kind of thing that I'm curious. I my initial take on it is like I I, I liked it. I I want to see more of what it can offer, but I'm really mostly curious as to how everyone else is going to engage with it and what they're going to feel about it. So right, right, right. Well, yes, I'm glad that, you know, this is definitely coming out like it looks I just really appreciate mobile games that look like they actually have a good amount of work put into them. You know what I mean? It's way too easy to come out with some shit mobile game that makes a bunch of money. Um, The ones that really like push the bar as far as mobile is concerned, like what's generally accepted as like, you know, you know, mobile gaming. That's what I really like. And I feel like this does it in a very different way. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Now, I know everybody who's here listening is probably, well, most people are probably waiting for me to say these following two words, PlayStation Showcase. Yeah. So it <laughs> dropped and it was big. There were a lot of cool announcements. We're just yeah. kind of, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to hit the highlights because I think everybody wants to really talk about just the the, the first, what, like the, the six games um, that yeah. we're going to, we want to cover here. We'll start first with Tiny Tina and her Wonderlands, mm-hmm. uh, the the JRPGs, like the whole thing. Like like you saw the trailer. What were your initial reactions? Um, Judas, what do you think? I mean, it's basically a D and D game, so I'm down a hundred percent. Are you? Are you, you're like? Have you already been invested in Borderlands before, or are you just getting into this now because of the D and D design? I've been into Borderlands a little bit, not not that much. So really, now mm-hmm. that it's a D and D style uh, with guns, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty perfect. Did you did you play Did you play the Tiny Tina's expansion pack in Borderlands Two? I think it was. No, I did not. I only played the uh, original. Uh, Oh, if you get a chance, if you have Borderlands 2 or whatever, go pick up that expansion pack. That gives you a glimpse into the 
the zaniness that you're going to experience for Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That to me was the most fun of the expansion packs for Borderlands 2 and I I cannot wait for this cuz yeah, just we told I told that chick is so crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah, Tiny Tina is is an amazing character, honestly. Um but yeah, for me I'm in the same exact position as Judas here. Fucking D&D with guns. Sign me up. She literally says that in there. Um, <laughs> you know, it's fucking D&D with guns. And I mean, like everyone everyone that, that plays or has played D&D like, can appreciate something in this. Obviously, it's not super traditional D&D. But there's different, like, there's. A, it looks like it's going to be going in and out of different styles of play. Because you did see... At one point, the kind of um, miniaturish figures of the characters Those from a top-down view, chibis kind of thing. Yeah, chibi-like. Yeah. So that was in there at some point, which kind of makes it look a little board gamey, um, or like Diablo-y, but it was you know very like kind of purposefully cheesy looking. So I'm I'm super curious to see what's going to be happening there. Um, and uh, as Jackie just pointed out in chat, actually, Tiny Tina is voiced by the same voice actress that voiced. Um, Aloy from Aloy. Uh, Horizon, which is fucking wonder amazing, I like her. by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's just an incredible voice actress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, you know, this this game's design is, is super cool. I can't wait to play this style. And, and yeah, it is very JRPG style, which makes it even cooler in, in my eyes. So I'm going to be all about this fucking game, dude. I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. And- um, Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, and don't don't forget the trailer for this had freaking baby metal. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean that, that is that, oh my god, thank you for reminding it me was of that. So freaking good. It fit perfectly with everything. Yes. If that was baby metal, I'm I'm a fucking fan of that because that shit was that, great dude, there. That was Gimme Chocolate, like one of their most popular songs by Baby. Baby Metal is a mix of like heavy metal with that sound of uh like anime intro it sounds like an anime intro it's really what it sounds like so i think you'd like baby metal i mean i i watched that and i was like this fucking music kills it dude yeah so look, look up yeah look up baby metal and listen to some of their stuff it, it yeah, sounds a lot like too. yeah it sounds a lot like anime uh, anime much, music, much better than the midnight suns metallica oh no no <laughs> no totally different uh, the Midnight yeah, Sun totally different as cover in was, awesome. was good. That one was bad. You're right. Oh, all right. We're not going to get into that. Instead, <laughs> instead, we're going to talk about. So I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on racing games, but I'm going to be a graphics whore on this. What they mm-hmm. showed for Gran Turismo blew my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just the photorealism and how good all of that stuff looked like I haven't played a Gran Turismo game in a very, very long time. And I know Sony usually uses the Gran Turismo games kind of like the showcase of what they could do on this console. And I'm just like, give it to me. I might start playing Gran Turismo again, just because of this freaking, uh, whatchamacallit. Although it's been delayed till like what March of like 2023 or four or something like that. It's got, Mm -hmm. it got delayed, I think. So it's going to take some time. To see it, but what do you, uh, what do you guys think? Like racing games in in general, Judas. What what is your take on that? I don't think I've played a racing game since Need for Speed Most Wanted. I would say <laughs> it was a good one. At least at least you played a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I really love that game, and I 
played. Oh, so uh, I think I played it like in the last year or something. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Just, just, just for clarification, you're talking about the one that launched with the Xbox 360, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm talking about that. Um, one. That is, I think, it's the uh, last racing game I played uh, because mean keyboard and mouse for racing games isn't really that fun and i don't really feel the need to get a i mean the logitech steering wheels yep. and everything like that and oh, i don't no. own a console so i can see the thing about using a controller for racing games for sure um, mm-hmm. but i'm not buying that for uh, a pc because i can't handle a controller yeah right I've, that's that's I've fair i've always I've always had an issue with steering wheels um, because they don't have the the force feed the right amount of force feedback, and really, it's the it's the the feedback that you get from feeling like as you're going into a corner the the g forces on the car to give you the idea like am I am I sliding out? Am I you know you 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 can't get all the steering wheels that I've worked with were not able to reproduce that feeling it was either like a weird force feedback shaky kind of thing or like um you know they would they would restrict the movement like they'd make it more tense but it was never to that point where you could really feel your way like through a corner or a turn or something like that yeah what about um for me like i i'm i'm with you there like i i've never had the the resonance of the you know wheel with the actual game i've tried it granted i, I haven't tried it in years like probably mm-hmm. like 10 years but mm-hmm. um so i'm sure that technology has been much better but it just never really did it for me i've never been able to to get that like oh i feel like i'm fucking fucking there driving the car I've never been able to get it so yeah um and I'm, I'm not really like a big like you know speed guy anyways like i mean i fucking drive a you know like kia sportage you know I, i'm not about mm. speed i'm about comfort yeah, so yeah. um yeah racing games is just not for me like okay uh, at the end of the day so uh fair point but either way like i do know that you know this one this one does look good like from the from the trailer i will say that it does look legitimately great but um to my understanding which has been limited um whenever it comes to that's <laughs> not like I just insulted myself. <laughs> to my understanding, which is limited, I'm um, dumb. but to my understanding about car games, which is limited, um, I think that Forza typically takes the cake on all racing games as far as realism, and I think that the new Forza is probably going to blow this shit out of the water. So as as good as this is, I think that Forza is going to come in and blow it away even harder. So I, you know, kind of like cool Gran Turismo, but. Yeah. Um, well, some of us did not get an Xbox Series X for Christmas. <laughs> so we're stuck with PS5s. And yes, I know there are some people out there who don't even have that. I don't, don't at me and get all mad and be like, you snuck up, you get a PS5 and don't even have one. Yes, I know. I know. It sucks. We're all dealing with stupid chip shortages and snipers and, and bot bunnies who are just making everything terrible for everybody. Um, Regardless. So, mm-hmm. all right. We'll move away from something then that isn't in your wheelhouse to something that is in your wheelhouse. I would argue that you are a god at this. Oh, 
that was a bad pun. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. That was that was bad. That was that was. Uh, you know what? Uh, cut that. Edit that out. Only the Patreons can hear that. No one else. Let's get, just get that crap out. We'll just start with, hey, God of War Ragnarok was also showing at the PlayStation Showcase. There you go. What did you guys think? Judas, I'll let you, I'll let you take this one. I mean, it, it looks freaking stunning. Um, but sadly, since I'm a PC-only player, I've, I've never played God of War, period. Oh shit, dude! They didn't port that. Nope, that's right. They didn't. I it's a about that. PlayStation exclusive, so I never played it. I watched it. Uh, friends who played mm-hmm. it and watched live streams and so on. So I know the, uh, I know the game, and I freaking love the yeah. game, and I really wish that I could play it, but I'm not getting. Are a you into the mythology of it? Like, is that something that interests you? Considering like your location. Yeah, like, I mean, I it's Norse mythology. Oh so. lord. Yeah, <laughs> of course I'm interested. Right, and and, and so like, I mean, it's a shame that you haven't played it, man. Because yeah, you're. I mean, I we just spent a whole bunch of time talking about how Hooch is missing out because he won't fucking play it. Yeah, but, and there was a um, reason I stayed quiet during that entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, I noticed you were quite quiet, <laughs> but I mean that's just unfortunate. But at least you, at least you want to play it. Yeah, because, I really I mean, want to, especially. Play it. Yeah, and especially for you, like I bet that you would get even more out of it than than the rest of us would. Um, but yeah, that's. Um, I mean, as far as the game is concerned, I'm so fucking pumped for this. Like, I love the God of War franchise, and uh, I certainly loved the last one. I mean, that was a fucking art piece. Like, it was beyond a game. It was a it was a goddamn experience for me. So. Um, I can't wait to see what's happening with this. It's one of the most powerful narratives for me that I've ever played in a game. Um, I really can only say just great things about it. And this one looks like it's really following suit and continuing that story. Everything that I saw from the trailer, I, I just loved. Um, it looks like as far as um, the the son's character is concerned, like um, he's really kind of pushing into that character that we all see him becoming try not to say like too much but it looks like he's going down that route and um yeah i'm just really interested to see how far we go with it in in this part of the story this next part of the story and um yeah just you know we saw some some characters that we already know come in um and all of the characters that were done in this game in the previous one were just masterfully done um as far as their integration into the story and what they all brought. I mean, Mimir's one of the best additions into a game that I've seen as far as giving you, like, you know, narrative dumps of information. Um, like, he does that in such a way that's so interesting, and, and it's it's more of a, an actual storytelling, and it does it in a very um, unintrusive way, but keeps you interested the whole time, which is, I think, like, one of the hardest things you can do in a game where it doesn't feel like it's it's, like, very preachy at you, but it just kind of, like helps envelop you into the world and you're just like naturally paying attention to it it's hard to, de- to describe but um it's so hades. good huh hades did that hades did that what do you mm-hmm. mean just kind of got you all into the world even oh. though you were doing the same shit over and over again yes and and um actually <laughs> i think uh judas is or i'm sorry uh, uh, jackie's echoing uh the sentiments like right underneath us actually um but yeah like it, it's definitely like for anyone that's played the, the last one they they know what i'm talking about and um just to see this one unfold it's going to be amazing i'm so excited for it 
I could keep going on forever, so I'm just going to close it there yeah. for me. So yeah, yeah. let's move on. Uh, <laughs> moving on, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna clump both of these into one comment because like they were kind of presented that way a little bit. They're both from coming from the same developer, maybe different teams, mm-hmm. but the same developer. Insomniac is kicking out Spider-Man Two yes. and Wolverine. Dude, what I mean, like so amazing or i mean like everyone was like holy shit we're getting both of these but like there's just such an undertaking do you know what i mean to do both games right which is what concerns me um but also has me excited at the same time because if if they can pull it off fantastic um you know spider-man that has some like big shoes to fill right because the last two games were great um, Spider, Spider-Man, uh, that one was, I, I think people liked that one generally more than Miles Morales, maybe. I'm not sure. I, I loved them both equally, I'd say. But uh, I I know Miles Morales people considered short, at least, but I'm not sure if they liked the gameplay as much. But um, I'm super excited for this one, judging from the trailer. We only got to see, like, a little bit. We did see Venoms coming in as the main villain for this one, uh, which f- feels quite fitting. So, Well, um, is... Wait, wait, is it Venom as the main villain? Because I got... Seemed like it. The, I got... No, I got the impression that it was Craven. Oh. And then... And he was I don't know Craven. So. Craven the Hunter? I don't oh. I don't know him. I, I just saw... I saw Venom there at the end. I, I assumed that it was him. No, it was the narration, I think, was Craven the Hunter talking about how he's chased after so many different things over the years and wanted something that would be a challenge for him and then it was venom replying saying yeah we got this okay well that's exciting i guess uh jackie actually in the audience has just notified us that um he's the only person in the uh, original universe of the comics that was actually able to kill spider-man so that's pretty cool yeah Yeah, Craven's Um, pretty badass yeah so i mean that's that's really fun uh, I would like them to do that then, I guess. Like, I guess he's an important character. But uh, but either way, going against Venom already has me excited. So having that on top of it, that seems really cool. But yeah, doing Wolverine right, though, seems tough. Because Wolverine has historically been a pretty um, hard character. Or like, it's a very important character to people now, especially more than ever. And um, I feel like they've never really done a great job with representing him well in video games thus far. So... It's an un- it's a big undertaking. Um, what do you guys think, Judas? Um, I can pretty much agree with you on everything there, uh, Hebrew, especially about the Wolverine, because I played so many Marvel games, uh, mm-hmm. uh, not only Wolverine exclusive, but in general uh, Marvel games where you get a chance to play Wolverine or play as Wolverine, and he's falling short pretty much every time. So I really, really hope that they can make justice of what an awesome character that is yeah Um, so just hoping for the best but since they're already releasing two games from the same studio i'm kind of worried about wolverine because spider-man since they have the first one backing it up and also spider-man miles morales uh, i feel like they're gonna put more uh, time and energy priority yeah uh, for for sure Uh, but i mean Yet again, I don't have a PlayStation, and I don't intend to get one, so I can only go for but the I think v- visuals of what I see and hear from other people. 
regarding those games. I, I think, think these are coming out on PC, though. PC right? as well. Yeah, yeah I are. think they did say that Spider Man is PS. You're, you're going to see a lot of that. Like those PlayStation exclusive games are also going to go to PC. Finally, uh, now God, of, yeah. I was su- yeah, I was surprised God of War hadn't. But like you know, um, Horizon Forbidden West will eventually make its way there because like they did with Zero Dawn. Um, I yeah, I I think the only thing you probably won't see are like stuff like Gran Turismo. But I think games from third party developers will more than likely find their way to both PS5 and PC. That sounds great. Um, so my 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 idea behind this is like, yes, I I hook line and sinker. I'm in for the Spider Man game. You showed me the Spider Man game for the same developers who made the first two Spider Man games. I'm in because I loved I loved that game. I thought it, both those games were were a lot of fun. Were great. I didn't do as much in the second one as I had in the first one because it wasn't different enough. It was still. If, I mean, it felt more like an expansion pack than an entirely new game, to be honest. I could um, buy that. I will say, though, I fucking love the vibe of Miles Morales, though. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I love the... the Miles has a heck of a lot more potential when it comes to his his ability set, his skill set. Because, you know... A lot more OP, his, that's for sure. What's, oh, yeah. It's way more OP. Uh, but but And I'm fine with that. But it's like, like just just because of his ability and his electricity, the, the you know all the stuff that he can do that Peter can't do, mm-hmm. Miles it just pushes his ceiling even higher, right? And then of course you have Venom, which just shit the symbiote can do pretty much anything, right? right. So many different things you can do with the symbiote. I'm curious about how that's going to translate to a Wolverine game, right? Because what is your level progression your skill progression what does that look like for a game where a character your expectation is he starts out freaking badass right and he doesn't use tech he doesn't use there's no like you know mutation or anything like that or 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 stuff that you can kind of be like oh yeah now he can do this like you'd almost expect he could do that right out the gate i'm i'm cautiously optimistic uh mostly because insomniac's done good things and i want to see what they can do so I will. I am like checking it on the maybe column right now, leaning leaning more towards the yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Whereas Spider Man, I'm like, yeah, you just take my money. <laughs> just take my money now. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm with I'm right there with you on that. We're just kind of like you know, we're hoping for the best, but we're keeping a watchful eye. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So one thing, lots and lots of us fellow nerds are have were just shocked and amazed at hearing the news about. Kotor remake is coming. No, no, like release date, but we know it's coming. The existence of it alone is enough. The existence, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> the the trailer was freaking super badass. Um, humble brag number two. Mm-hmm. One of my good friends is on that team. Really? Yeah. He can't say anything about it, but I, I tried to get as much information as I could out of him. Uh, but he is. He's the guy, and I've said this before, where I worked, I was getting rehired at EA shortly after the SimCity uh, release fell on flat and got they got egg all over their face. Um, knowing that I'd worked for EA in the past, he still waited until I signed my offer letter in NDA before he, you know, gave me the deets as to what exactly happened. Damn. So this is, yeah. So again, I'm not getting any any information out of him. 
uh, he might do like nods and winks and kind of like, a, well, you're not wrong if I say something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the biggest question, I think that everybody was still trying to grok out out of that announcement was, okay, is this a remake or a remaster? And like the they've already publicly announced it is a full on remake, not a remaster. They're not taking the existing and redoing. It's like it is a remake. So I'm like, if you give me something that looks like Fallen Order but plays like Kotor, I am in. Yeah, I mean. I'm with you 100% on this. Like, this is one of the things where it's just, I have been waiting for this to happen for so long. Um, and Star Wars for me is like, you know, it's a fucking sacred thing. So I'm, I'm hurt whenever they do it wrong, whenever they do things wrong. Um, and I'm super hyped whenever they do things right. So, you know, I hope that they do it justice, which I would imagine they, I imagine they're going to be taking this very carefully because it's probably the most beloved game in, in the Star Wars franchise. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's anything that has greater... I don't. I honestly don't think I don't, so. I think this is the end-all and be-all of games for Star Wars. It's the one people refer to a lot as their the game that they they played that fell in love. I would I would argue that like older people like my generation would probably go with maybe some of the X Men you know Tie Fighter games as not because they were great but because that was their first foray into playing a Star Wars game at home. So there's a little bit of nostalgia in there. Judas, what do right. you think? I mean, it looks great, and I'm so excited for it because I've played. Uh, Kotor for hundreds of hours and I love mm-hmm. that game I played it I think up until like last year or something on and off um, so I played it I think in the beginning of like 2005 or 6 I picked it up the first time uh-huh. and played it for a few years then I kind of dropped off and then it was the, I think it was the OG guys who started playing Again, right? Yeah. 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 And when they started, I was like, well, I might pick it up again. And then I got hooked because there was so much more new stuff that I haven't done before. So I'm really excited to see that game in a, yeah, like you said, a Fallen Order graphic because the graphics for Fallen Order were amazing. I really liked that game for the. 18 hours it took me to finish it and then I never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> that is too true. Like, oh, I played this. I'm done. No. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, go, the, the Swotor, which should have been KOTOR 3, um, and then just not added that stupid uh, multiplayer MMO element to it. Like, I would have been fine with a multiplayer game, but I didn't need an MMO. And I think that's right. kind of where it fell off. Like if you like the whole idea of you have, you know, what the, the all the different characters and classes, right, had mm-hmm. distinct paths and distinct storylines that they had to follow. Sure, there were some points where they converged and you're doing similar things over and over again. Although I think now they fixed that, right, where you could just go through the individual storylines for your character class and not do too many simil- too many common quests. Uh, right which is fantastic because that was the thing that drew me in. Like my starting, 
as a Sith agent or, or, or an Empire uh, agent was different than it was as a Jedi Templar, which is different than it was as a Sith Inquisitor, which is different than... So, like, yeah, I could do a commando, a smuggler, a Which for the hunter, time uh, especially was pretty unique. And they were all voice acted, the, right. the, the cuts, cutscenes and, and audio and everything. So that... All of that stuff together just made for this fantastic experience and game. But the problem was it was stuck underneath an MMO shell that nobody really wanted. Right. And, so. and that's, I think that, I mean, that's definitely one of those things where, you know, it, it just, once again, has a lot to live up to to make sure that that's right. You know, I, I feel like they have obviously the foundation of an amazing game so as they want like they have to hit that sweet spot of doing enough to it to make it worth being called you know a remake and actually adding in elements that are positive changes yeah. um but well, not going so far that it's it gets away from everything that we originally loved well let's be honest like much like mass effect right mm-hmm. the kotor's first controls and combat were a little clunky right and they weren't so that right there is an opportunity to modernize it a little bit don't make it super action oriented you know like an action ar or arpg or whatever but just make it a little less intrusive for things that you that you're doing make make the the ai a little better or make the the commands and stuff a little bit um better than they actually were that early on right 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 Anyway, uh, on that note, everybody, like, let us know what you thought of the PlayStation Showcase and uh, things that came out that you were super interested in hearing. Maybe we didn't cover something you wanted to talk about, or you want you you there's something else that um, you had some other feedback for uh, the stuff we did go over. Uh, but with that, that brings us to the end of pretty much everything we want to talk about this week. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was uh, a good bit of stuff. Luckily, we had so much gaming stuff specifically. Like, usually I feel like we have a lot of nerdy stuff and less gaming no, stuff as of recently. Well, no. yeah, maybe. I don't know. The nerdy stuff's been trailing off. There hasn't been a whole lot of like, I mean, there's been stuff out there, but it's like we have to be. It's not the super you know, exciting stuff. Yeah. Well, All not right. super exciting, but stuff that like you know you and I and we you know and, and anyone who's here can be like, hey, let's talk about this rather than like, yeah, so that happened. <laughs> True. Um, it is it, at least has to fall on our wheelhouse somewhat. Yeah. Yes. I, I got yeah. to there. Um, but yeah. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. Um, you know, once again, make sure that you check us out uh, on Apple Podcast. Leave us that five star review if you haven't already. That really means a lot to us. Um, and also, you know, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash A&R pod. And you can join the Discord, discord.me forward slash A&R. And uh, Judas, of course, thank you so much for joining us this episode. We really appreciate it. Hey, it's been my pleasure, really. I had a blast doing this. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and totally. Y- yeah, you're usually in with us, you know, in the audience anyways, as we pointed out before. So it's great to actually have you on and, and comment with us instead of, you know, seeing you in the you know, the uh, chat area typing it out anyway. So it's, it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, Hooch, you know, obviously thanks as always for being here with me, guiding the ship. More like crashing it. But yeah, but, but uh, we're, we're, we're <laughs> crashing it in a very delightfully fun way. <laughs> bumper cars, bumper cars, baby. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, all right guys. Well, thank you all so much. And, um, yeah, we will talk to you next week.